Podcast. Pop culture. Subculture. Music. Horror. Sex. Politics. Art. And overall bad This is Society 13. Redefining Podcasting. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. Subculture. And overall overall badass. Welcome 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 to Kettle Kettle Whistle 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 Radio. Radio. With your hosts, hosts, Dave Dave and Sean. Sean. Hey, how the hell are you? Good show coming up. Chuck full of misinformation yeah we're talking godzillionaire the untamed z the movie lynn's intention tomahawk godzilla and kong spoilers sean defends kong i do not the expanse some sci-fi talk sasquatch versus weed versus death but mostly we have a new release from Frail, a remix of Godless coming up later, and an old favorite off of Wisdom from 16 Volt Motor Skill. Uh, the reason for that being is that Eric Powell will be back, and we will be interviewing him not too long from now. If you go back about 12 years, geez, 10 years, Eric Powell, he, he, 16 Volt, that was like one of our first guests. Love it. Uh, all right. Important to note, very important to note, uh, John Young of D-Factor, as in D-Factor, that is the man behind the music, and uh, yeah, remixes, and uh, other stuff that you'll hear later on, but he is the man behind, you can hit him up, you can go to my friend's page on Facebook, I know you're all afraid of Facebook, who gives a shit, um, John Young, on my friends, he will make music for you. Or we will make it together, and that's what happens. All right. Well, enjoy this, but don't forget D-Factor. want to thank Charlie Fleming for Electric Prawn and Kettle One. Not played today because we, we have so much going on, but you'll hear that again, too. That's always our intro. And, of course, you have to go to Fashion Trashin' and watch all those damn shows. They're five-minute segments of puppets doing bad shit. You'll love it. You'll love it. You could also be a part of it. I brought many a fan, listener, fan, their fans, my listeners, on board to become a sock puppet. So it is worth your while to hit us up. Uh, KettleWhistleRadio at gmail.com if you got music. And we always want to hear it. We always want to share it. But I do look forward to Frail and the remix album and, and the song Godless you'll hear tonight. All right. Take care and thanks for listening. And always, please support us if you can. Look up Dr. Peeler comic book or just go to Burning Bulb Comics or BurningBulbPublishing.com. But you can go to Burning Bulb Comics and hit up Dr. Peeler number one because number two is coming out. It's an ongoing series. We could use your support. As for the bands, 
go to Bandcamp and just throw down a buck. Support the bands. Go and support. Buy the freaking music. Look at the merch. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you. Sean probably doesn't. Sit back and bask in the wackiness of Boku Askew TV. A YouTube channel featuring sock puppets, irreverent comedy, bizarro imagery, and oddball silliness aplenty. To watch now, visit youtube.com slash TV. Hello, how are you, folks? Friends and fiends, Captain Sexy is in the house. Am I considered a fiend? Yes, because you listened before you were part of it, I think. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. By now we all know the turnout of, um, I don't know, nothing. Oh, the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) There's something. Um, uh, What else? (laughs) Did anything else come out? Uh, oh, well, Ceremony by Deftones, that video. By now, you've seen it. It's amazing. Yeah, great That song. album's really good. We only have it on vinyl. You know, when that... When, I remember an earlier episode when the first single from that album came out, and I was kind of like, eh. It sounds like the Deftones. <laughs> but when I heard the rest of that album, I was like, Oof. oh my God, this is so good. Yeah. And uh, It's really good. I feel um, I, I feel bad for um, my Yeah, it sounds like the Deftones. Um, I feel really terrible about that. I wow. actually really do. You should feel a little bit bad. It's a good album. It's really good. It's consistent and exactly what they said that it was gonna be. Uh every backwards and forwards. Love the Deftones. But uh we are definitely oh man. We are skirting the elephant in the room, which is Kong versus Godzilla. Or is it Godzilla vs. Kong? It's Godzilla vs. Kong. And why is that, pray tell? <laughs> <laughs> I got my wish. You got your wish? Yes. Is that what you wanted? Yes. Yeah, spoiler. Can we spoil now? Is I it... have no idea if we can spoil. Really? If you're, if somebody's going to spoil, I'm going to let you spoil. But wait, it's been a month? Has it? It's been almost a month. Yeah. <sighs> so we can't say... <sighs> but they're going to know... Uh, decide for yourself who wins. Damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought we could do that. I guess it's too early. I didn't think, like, not everybody has no HBO No matter who wins, we max. Like, if you don't have HBO Max, <laughs> true. Uh, can, did people, were people, people could see it in the theater, though. Which movie did I steal that from? Your dad's ass. I don't know. What, the, what? Alien versus Predator. Oh, I thought no one in space could eat ice cream. <laughs> Yeah. I've never heard that bullshit. Yes, you did. I just um, heard it now. Killer clowns. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see. Yeah. See, that, that clown movie. Yeah, don't outquote me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but aliens, what was it? No one in space can hear you scream. It's true. It's vacuum. So, anyway, 
Where are you? Where have like what are you watching these days? Like right now, because you turn me, you and Bob Hoagland, my artist here, turn me on to a certain show. But where have you been? Sci-fi, horror, anything? Well, I got a couple things going on. Um, I have some. I have some shows that I really like to watch right now. Um, one of which in the sci-fi realm we're both watching is called The Expanse. And stole my thunder. It is an amazing sci-fi show. Um, it really is. I, I, you know, I the first the first episode I watched, I'm like, I don't know what I'm getting into. I'm not really, you know. And I tell you, by the third episode, I was completely hooked, and just like, wow, this is really good. And this was made originally on the Sci-Fi Channel, I think. Right? Is it really? Yeah, I think they're it, they're so not worthy. The first season or two, I think, was on the Sci-Fi Channel. Oh God! And then it moved to what platform is it on now? Hulu? Prime or Prime? Prime. It's it's like the, it's like a Prime original. Yeah. So Sci-Fi. What did they do? Chop it up because you can't show half. I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. It's it's really sci-fi. well done. Sci-Fi has let me down. I I guess they make money doing their. I don't even know what they do anymore. How's that channel not like the biggest channel? They should have been prime. I'll tell you, back in the day, man. What do I know? That Highlander TV show back in the day. I'm getting off topic here, but, mm. you know. No, you're not. It was really good. Um, things like the expansion, the, the uh, yeah, expansion series, the expanded universe of The Crow and um, Highlander and things like that, I couldn't get into because a certain person that lived in my house at the time uh, drove me crazy with it. Um, I can't say that this was not a family member. I'll just say this here. Adrian Paul should have been a bigger star. Okay. A way bigger star. And he had an opportunity, I think, to be the new James Bond. And he kind of has that young Sean Connery look. Hmm. Um, if If you look at pictures side by side, maybe after we're done with this interview, you pull it up. You'll take a look at it. Okay. No, I trust you. He, he should have been a bigger star. And, uh, huh. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Take your word. But The Expanse is uh, amazing. You uh, you said I should watch it. And then Bob drove it home and said, yes, he's right. And I got, I'm two seasons in. And it's amazing. I'm th- I think I'm three or four seasons it's, in. It's only five seasons. Yeah. I know. Uh, Thomas Jane is in it. No spoilers. Don't give anything out about yeah. that. Around anything. Um, yeah, no spoilers at all because it's such a good show but Jane, yeah Thomas Jane is in it he's phenomenal he's great uh, what you expect from Thomas Jane really uh, the whole cast and they're definitely a disposable cast <laughs> <laughs> it's a very anime generated series you don't know where it's going to go it reminds me of a lot of Gun- Gundam anime subplots and plots I should say if you watch any of the Gundam anime it's never just good guys and bad guys it's factions and it's like a three army war with one faction in the middle that could change and turn coat. You don't know where it's going to go. Am I right? You're absolutely right. And then they throw in some. Uh, is it what is it called? Proto molecular. Proto molecule. Proto molecule. Proto molecule. When that happens, you're like, what just happened? Yeah. And I'm I'm not a sci-fi geek i mean yeah i like star wars but i don't dive deep oh, i guess i do i like Kubrick. fantasy 
Are you more um, of a fantasy? No, like I read all, all the Orson, Orson Scott card books, you know, uh, Ender's Game, the whole series. I read, well, the first five books. I heard they're still going. What did you think of that movie? Um, I, liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I, I liked it. 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 It was overdue. It, if it was done in the 80s, it would have blown people away. Yeah. It's, it, was, it was too late. It was too late for that. But it, it's great. And those are great books. But after you read Orson Scott Card, it's hard to read other uh, sci-fi um, space epics. It's hard to, you know, I, I, I'm a Robotech guy. I, I beat it to death. Yeah. Read all the books. And, you know, and Dune. It's hard to find a new space epic. Do you think we can? Or did we with The Expanse? We did with The Expanse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Let me ask you a question about another sci-fi Sorry, I had movie. to take a drag off my smoke just then. <laughs> another another sci-fi-ish kind of movie. Okay. Um, did you see Ready Player One? Not yet. It's really good. Spielberg. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it was a, a kid book? or it's, ba- it's based on a book, and apparently there's a sequel book. Okay. So I don't know when we get a sequel it movie. It looked like I would like it. It's really good. So I yeah. should give it a shot. You should definitely watch it. Mm, damn. That, it's like family friendly though, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. I'm just curious. Like, It's not completely family friendly. It's not PG. <laughs> oh, so the Spielberg. It's not R, but it's. Well, he invented know. PG-13. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. With mm-hmm. Temple, Temple of Doom, folks. Kids out there. Temple of Doom. Where are you at on that movie? I love that movie. I love that movie. I, I had a great movie. time with that movie. I, I I love that. You know, ripping hearts out of people. It's great. <laughs> Kalima! Shaktiday! <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I mean, the the whole coal mining, that whole bit with the coal, with the coal mining chase. The, oh, dude. Like I'll tell you. That one scene though, with the in the cave with the bugs. Oh, oh, I couldn't yes. do it. I couldn't do it. Now I'm gonna say this right now. I, I, <laughs> I um, I went to college, and I was in a fraternity. Yes, I was, and we lost our charter, and it's legendary. But I can't talk about it. I won't talk about the fraternity either. That's a legal thing. However, what about we had, the school? We, we what about had, the school? We had, <laughs> we had at least six Indian brothers, guys from India. Um, and two were Sikhs, um, and we had uh, two Hindis. Now, I, wa- I was in a room with them watching the Temple of Doom, and they're, they're fans of Indiana Jones, but Temple of Doom, when they do the, the monkey brains and the dining room scene mm-hmm. and just <laughs> infuriated, just like, this is ridiculous. Why are you making me watch? And we got into this funny fight. Because we were drinking, you know, we we're all drinking, and they like they knew it was ridiculous. I knew it was ridiculous, but I could see like where that would be kind of offensive to like an intellectual. Like that is not how India should be portrayed, and they're yelling at me, and I'm drunk. <laughs> like, dude, it's just a VHS, man. You want to watch Indian Joe? And I, I'm still friends with God bless these guys, but I, you know, we don't see things from that point of view because we're stupid Americans when it comes to that. Um, yeah, that scene in the dining room with Snake Surprise is is offensive <laughs> to some folks. <laughs> and uh, listen, I, I can call these guys up tomorrow and they would laugh at what I'm saying right now. So don't cancel me. <laughs> we already did that episode. <laughs> Motherfuckers. All right. So Temple of Doom, you're on. huh? You I like that one? On. Like That's that a good one. one. Yeah. It, it's a pretty creepy sequence there. All right, so we lost track of what the hell we were talking about. 
Kong versus Zilla. Zilla versus Kong. What about the Expanse? Uh, We're done with that. But we can't. All right. <laughs> All right. No, I, I just want to say that with the Kong versus Zilla, I should Zilla versus Kong. I know, but it's, it's all the same to me. Uh, you were right in what you said in your prediction. Yes. I, I, now, I don't read. I'm not a blogger. I don't read blogs. I don't go online to look for spoilers. But what you said and how the turnout would be with Zilla vs. Kong, mm-hmm. it turned out exactly how you said. However, one little piece that we still can't spoil that makes me so That's happy. because I have psychic premonitions. Okay. All right. All right. So, all right. I just wanted to clear that part up that you were right. So back to the expanse. Um, all right. So what kind of fans of sci-fi should watch this? I would go with the reboot of Battlestar Galactica big time. Yeah. Big time. If you like that, it's the thinking man sci-fi. Absolutely. And the violence is intense when it happens and you don't expect it sometimes. Yep. Um, what else? Who else? Who else should be watching the expanse? Hmm. I think Dune fans. Yeah. Because it's deep. And what's her name that plays Christian? Uh, Indian actress, actually. She's phenomenal. She was in uh, Nightbreed, I think, way back in the day. Yeah, I can't She's been acting ever since. I can't think of her. She's lovely. Lovely. uh Oh. She's got that smoker's voice that's just amazing. Right? Why does that turn guys on? I don't know. Like my say, Stevie Nicks. (laughs) But uh, what's funny is like- I love Stevie Nicks. Oh, still do. Uh, Yeah. My wife said tonight that if she walked in, she'd steal me away and it'd be okay. And Shirley Manson. You know my chihuahua, she's a redhead. And I I started calling her Shirley Manson. I'm really concerned that you (laughs) shared that just now. Her nickname is Shirley Manson. I would probably be a better person not knowing that. But now I know. Her so other I'll, nickname is Chi-Chi. But I'll, I'll, anyway. get, I'll get to meet Shirley Manson Monday, I guess. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, before we strayed from topic yet again, um, my wife will walk in the room when The Expanse is on, and what, when Christian is on the screen, she's mm-hmm. always wearing some crazy-ass garb. And yep. it's just, like, beautiful. Like, this elegant, like unbelievable Hollywood gown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like total, like, movie quality, like, mm-hmm. big budget sci-fi, great storytelling, amazing actors and actresses. Very true. Um, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, The Expanse. I highly recommend it. I'm only two seasons in. I know guys that finished it. I don't know any girls that watch it yet, but... I don't understand that either because it's very, very uh, femme. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, very feminine. Uh, help me out here. Dominant. <laughs> that's that's a that's a porn category. Is um, it? I think it feminine is. dominant. It sounds like it should be right. It sounds yeah. like it should be 70s reference. Um, but no, the it, the female characters are very strong. Yeah. Um, the ones that survive if any of the characters are very strong and we're at a point now after season two, you can't imagine any of these people dying. Well, it's not game of Thrones level. dying. No, it's not. You're right. You're right. um, I'll tell you, I stopped. I was like just burning through the first few seasons. And I realized I was like, well, I want to prolong this. I don't want to just, burn through it and be done with it. I, yeah, I agree. And I think I started the the, fourth, the beginning of the fourth season and um, 
I was I realized that, and I was like, ooh, I better stop this and watch some other things. So actually, there's some other things, and we talked about this earlier that uh, you wanted to know what am, what am I watching, which was the original question, I think. Probably, no. And uh, did you watch Resident Alien? No. On the Sci-Fi Channel? No. With, with uh, Alan Tudyk? No. I like Alan. I love him. It was amazing. Really? Amazing. Okay. Really funny, dark, like dark comedy. It was really good. Yeah. Man, you, I'm going to have to You really it. missed out on that. That's it. really good. It sounds too happy for me. It really surprised me how good it was. Well, I'm going to make sure I bring the show down with my horror references after this next break here. And uh, what are we playing? Oh, yeah. We're going to play the new release off uh, Lynn's Intention. My girl from NYC living in Germany. Um, Deutschland. Yeah, Deutschland, yes. We're going to be playing uh, Got the Devil in the Back Room right now, which is a brand new single. And I hope you enjoy. And we'll be right back, I think. Till then. I'll be here. Captain Sexy will be here. <laughs>
I'm Heather Taddy, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. <laughs> We're back. All right. In the saddle again? Yeah. <laughs> Lynn's intention. I, I do love that woman. She's so great. And what a great interview. If you want to hear Lynn's intention in all her intentions, Lynn, uh, let's see, go back three or four episodes. And she's great. Living in Germany right now. I wake her up all the time with uh, ideas, and she sends me music while she's sleeping. And that's our relationship. <laughs> all right. So we were talking about TV shows we're watching right now. You. Me. You. Me. So I uh, brought a brought a show to you that you need to check out. You definitely need to check out um, Resident Alien. Yeah. But uh, I'm also watching this show on Netflix right now. It it's got uh, four seasons. Okay. Um, it's called Kim's Convenience. It's about a South Korean family that lives in I think Toronto, Canada, and they run a convenience store, and hilarity ensues. Okay. It is super funny. It's hilarious. And, um, you know, it has all the tropes and stereotypes that, uh, you know, but I, uh, it's, it, it, it's really, 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 really funny. Where really, do you f- really tasteful. Well done. Where I, do you I, find that one? Uh, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Another show that I really like. I don't know if you're a big fan of uh, Nathan Fillion. Yes, but of I love that show, The Rookie. He's on right now. Um, no, I didn't watch it yet. But uh, no, Firefly for me. And, yeah, and prior everything else. My God, Castle. And uh, well, all that stuff. <laughs> I go more the horror movie route. What? Yeah, Slither. Yeah, <laughs> I own it. It's like that movie's right amazing. It's sitting right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. It's right there. Director's cut, man. Yeah. yeah. No, I love Nathan Fillion. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, All right, so uh, let's see. Wait, oh, the reading portion of our show. Let's see here. Oh, there's there's actually another sci-fi show that I'm watching, and the name's escaping me right now. I'm only like three episodes in. It's almost like an X-Files kind of show. It's um, the guy that made Fringe made it. uh, Sesame Street? Yeah. Um, I can't think of the name of it. I know. I'll Not think Joss Whedon. Is that a Whedon thing? He got canceled. Yeah, he's canceled. Yeah. Enjoy, kids. You missed that episode. Though. But you can still watch it yeah. if you own the DVDs. <laughs> we covered that last episode. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he sounds I like I, a son of a bitch. But I guess man. he's it's so he's a son of a bitch to work for. It wasn't sexual harassment this time. Just a dick. Yeah, just a plain dick. I think. Uh, well, we've yeah. all had that, and um, <laughs> we've all had that. Yeah, we've all had an asshole to work for. <laughs> we've all had that. Oh boy! All right, move on, please. Move on. Right. Moving along. Yeah. The reading portion of our show. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, two books going on here. Alice in Chains: The Untold Story by David De Sola came out 2015. Apparently, this has new updated material. <laughs> Uh, what since 89 like all right so yes uh, is this a book where this guy did his own research and no or is, is the band actually involved yeah, they're involved yeah. very, very involved yeah that, that is a because uh, that's important i think well yeah you, you know who to blame if not heather taddy because she gave me the book oh. okay and <laughs> small victories the true story of faith no more by adrian yes. Hart. 
Um, I want to read that. She said this was good, and I am halfway through, and except that Mike Patton is still a mystery to her. And I was like, dude, he's always... She said it on, actually, the episode. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he is always going to be a mystery. That's the, how he makes his money, by being a mystery. So yeah. And good, because I don't really need to know... Because what happens when we know too much? You get canceled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get canceled. He's a good guy, though. We'll go with that. We will agree to disagree until he comes on and yells at me. How about that? Sounds like a plan. All right. That's a plan. All right. So, hey, weird-ass horror movie. Weird fucking horror movie right now. Um, if you have Shudder, you can still see it. The Untamed. Okay. This is Mexican horror. In the vein of 81's The Possession by Andrzej Zulowski, starring Sam Neill back in the day. Very disturbing 81 horror movie. Well, um, Untamed, if you're a fan of the, the Possession from 81, you will like the un- Untamed. It's the flip side of it. Uh, imagine, it, all right, it, this, this is an alien who is not focused on at all, really, but the few moments that it is, it's horrific. But an alien that crashes that only knows how to give pleasure. Ugh. Mm. Yeah. And it lands in Mexico. And um, there's a... Uh, pleasure ensues? Weird three, like a three-way thing happening. And the alien's involved. Um, but this thing, like, it, it, it only knows pleasure to the point where I guess in the end you can't even... Um, it consumes you entirely or not. Sometimes you can handle it and you become another person, basically uh, um, an, a- an ambassador, and you in- introduce new people to the pleasure. <laughs> it's a fucking whacked movie. Untamed on Shudder. Very disturbing. Um, and sometimes you think you're just watching this horrific sexual drama, and then the alien <laughs> appears. Um <laughs> I I got nothing else other than Creep Show the second season. Ugh, Creep Show. I haven't seen it. What? I want to watch it. Well, the big reason I haven't watched it is because Creep Show freaked me out when I was a kid. Wait, the series? Oh, the movie, the original movie. You didn't like the crate. The crate. That's the creature a, in the crate. It's a favorite. Thing freaking horrified me. It's a favorite. And you know, it, it reminds me a lot of another movie that kind of freaked me out a little bit when I was a kid. Was the basket. No, The Watchers. Oh. Dean Koontz is The Watchers. They made that into a film with uh, Corey. Was was that with Corey? Yeah, Corey, Corey Haim was in it. Um, yeah. Great book. That yeah. book made me cry. If you love dogs. I think dogs play a big role in right. all of his books, right? That, that doesn't always mean the dog dies, but you yeah. have this emotion. Emotional attachment to the dogs. Yeah. But The Watcher, The Watchers, yeah. called, where the dog and the creature escape from the same experiment. Yep. And ooh. Yeah. So oh, talk more. So Corey Anyway, I So I, Corey Haim touched a chord with you. Yeah, Corey Haim. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh. He's no longer with us. Well, he should be. Yeah. Um yeah, that's a shame. That that that's a that's a Haim. That's a shame. <laughs> but I do miss him. The Corys, I grew up with the Corys. Yeah. Corey Feldman were <laughs> been to conventions where he's at. And um, seen his antics, and he's having a great time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you have to come to a convention with us. I okay. will definitely come to it. Uh, definitely like Indianapolis or 
Well, we're doing Point Pleasant. Um, Mothman. Yeah, the Mothman. Uh, Heather and I got a table for Point Pleasant. It's uh, September, I want to say 19th, the I'll, weekend of. I'll be there. I'll go to that. Yeah, man. You should. You should. Yeah, that that's, it's going to be great. Um, it's hard to get a table there. I, the only way I could, of course, was through her. Yeah. You know, I, who the fuck am I? But, um, you You're know. somebody. Well, sometimes. Sometimes I am. Sometimes <laughs> I am. But, no, Mothman is supposed to be a good time. And if you watch her back in the day with the paranormal state stuff um one of the better episodes but let's not forget the richard gear film i think is phenomenal yeah it's phenomenal soundtrack too yes oh and didn't we cover that we did mostly mostly by the band king black acid which yeah. is a really but great who, band that who, most people probably haven't even heard of who does the song half light that's uh, actually the producers, right? Or the soundtrack No, that, that's the band Low. Low. And it's remixed by yes. Ammon and Toby or some, something like that. Nice memory, man. Something yes. like that. I, I can't remember the exact name, but it's like Ammon and Toby or so something. haunting. Um, that's a great song. And you've got that injured cold little thing whispering in your ear the whole time. And if you've song. never listened to that band Low, they're really amazing. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, that's a lost art right there. That oh man, we gotta look into. Let's find them. See yeah. what they're up to these days. Probably broken up into fifteen different de- in, in, ingredients into like all these other soundtracks that we don't know about. But that's why we're here to help you out. <laughs> Alan Sparhark. That's uh, the guy from the movie. Half Wait. Yeah, that is such a good.
show, second season. Worth. Is the show good? It's so good. Um, now, Nicotero does, Greg Nicotero does the first episode, and the episodes are split in half. Yeah. I enjoyed the first half. The second half, overloaded with joy. I was like, get out of town. You can do that? They must have, ha- they had to sign so many agreements to, um, I don't know, like, the, the, this thing, like, it's like the, I can't spoil anything. Watch it. We'll just say Sam Raimi's on it. Nicotero created it. And everybody that loves uh, the Evil Dead will love it. Uh, what's it, What's this on? What what Prime? It's on Prime. Creep Show Two. It brought a huge smile to my face. I'm gonna watch it. it I'm gonna watch it tonight. Uh, that and I'm gonna watch that Z movie. Oh Z, which you were talking about. I think last episode. Yeah, last episode. And now Z. Now let's go back to that. Z is worth another because I'm trying to. We're gonna get those people on the show, I think. But um, honestly, Z by Brandon Christensen, 2019, starring Keegan Connor Tracy. She was phenomenal. Kid with an imaginary friend that is probably more than that. and um, A demon or something. I can't explain it. You just it, There's so much more. It's just a really yeah, good movie. Watch it. Just creepy for creep factor. Not a lot of blood spilled. If you want blood spilled, it's the movie I didn't watch. And I don't know that there's blood. It's just disgusting. We talked about this. Kuso. Won't watch it. K-U-S-O. Never going to watch it. Yeah, it's rough, man. It's rough. That's a rough one. By now, I already watched the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, haven't eaten in five days. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what are we looking forward to music-wise, man? Do we have anything else coming up? Hmm. I got tickets for Deftones. You do? Yes, I do. Deftones. uh, Let's see. What else? Megadeth. And do we... we, Is it going to happen, folks? Are these shows going to happen? I have no idea. You don't know? I have no idea. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. I I, I really want live music to come back because I miss it. Yes. A yeah. lot. And who would you go see immediately if you could see any of them? Hmm. You know, our boys that we interviewed a few times, I wish they would tour, was uh, Godzillionaire. I'd love to go see them. Yes. That album, I think, was so underrated. And just, you know... We, dropped during the pandemic year and i think that uh i think it really would have taken off I, in any other year i hope they re-release yeah. it yeah i think i think they need to uh it's yeah godzillionaire so tight and go back i don't know that's like 20 episodes and they've been on two or three times now yeah. um yeah what a great band guys honestly godzillionaire Spelled like it sounds. <laughs> I would see them. I would like to. I would love to. The, if Mr. Bungle would do more shows, um, with the with the lineup that they put out the new album, or, um, you know, I know Tomahawk just put out an album, another Mike Patton band. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really. Yeah, they just put a new album out. It's really What's the good. lineup? Dave Lombardo. Now it's the Tomahawk lineup. I thought Dave Lombardo played with him after the... Uh... So it's John Stainer, the original drummer from Helmet. Oh. Mike Patton sings. Yeah, I know that. Um, Trevor Dunn plays bass from Bungle. Bungle. And uh, um, the name's escaping me, the the gentleman that uh, played uh, guitar in The Jesus Lizard. Okay, so is this a more substantial album, you think? Have you heard... 
Oh yeah, it's really good. Okay, because I've heard I own some of the other. Uh, yeah. Better. Um. Same. It's. Uh, I think it's it's mostly in line if you are looking for a similarity in their material, probably with the first album. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a hot off of Faith and More. Yeah. Kinda. All right. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um. I have a beef with uh, local radio, and uh, I've got on. I've caught on to their um, antics, and I, I've noticed that they, when a new album comes out, like I'm holding right here, Rob Zombie, um, they'll announce that the album's out, and then go ahead and play uh, Living Dead Girl again, or Dragula, and or again, something like that, and again, and again. They only announce every thirty minutes or whatever. <laughs> but they only but they only announce that there's a new album, but they never play a song off the new album. You'll never hear, you'll you'll never hear any uh, any of these songs. Off well, what the, what was the first single? King Freak, I think, or whatever. King, it is. yeah, yeah, right here. The the yeah, the triumph of King Freak. Yeah, which is on rock radio everywhere else in the nation. Why can't they play it? They won't pay the money to play it. Maybe. That's what it is. They're only playing songs that they own. And that's why we hear Santeria every fucking day by Sublime. <laughs> every fucking day. I hate that song. <laughs> like, now I do. I think I, I like, enough. I don't like, think I ever like that song. But, but that's they, me, personally. I, but. I can't stand that terrestrial radio will not play new songs from a band, but they'll be like, oh, here... Like eh, Nirvana's got a new one out, you know. Like and you know. Yeah. Did you hear that? Did you Did you actually listen to that song? Christ. No, I just, I, it, I didn't. No, it's not not even a shot against Nirvana. It's but why they're so afraid or they're afraid to pay for the new songs. Like I don't get it. I don't know. I feel like they have about thirty songs that yes. they play on repeat. Okay, it's not just me. All over right. and over and over. I promise I would not get angry anymore. So, uh, so King Kong vs Godzilla. <laughs> oh man, I love that movie. It was everything that I wanted it to be. I'm and not, more. We're not supposed to give spoilers, but at this point, no. Yeah, spoil it. Spoil it. All right, Godzilla fucking won. Yeah, he won. Yeah. He finally got his beef. Yeah. He got his beef. I watched that 60s movie into the 70s where that King Kong swims off into the distance. Godzilla owns the water. What the <laughs> fuck? What did he drown him, hit him with a rock underwater? I was so mad. I've I been l- mad for 35 fucking years. All <laughs> I, right. I love both characters so much and No, oh, um, I don't. I do. I love I love Godzilla. I love them both. I love Godzilla. I mean, they made you like Kong. I'd like Kong. Boo. Ugh. Yuck. No, Godzilla, he puts his foot on his chest like, you don't want this. And he's like, yeah, you're right, I'm tired. And, but in Kong's defense, he got his ass handed to him before. He got beat down before the fight. Yeah. He was getting shredded. Yeah. And then Zilla shows up. So that's how they make it. They suffice it like that. Like, well, if, Godzilla, if Kong was at his full strength, he would have kicked Zilla's ass. I just love that foot on the chest. Like, please, refrain. Yeah. Refrain, motherfucker. Just stay. Well, you know, the first fight in that movie, too, Kong was at a major disadvantage. Yeah, because yeah. Japanese owned the rights? Or... Oh, yeah. oh, you mean... He was severely handicapped. <laughs> he had a bad haircut, too. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. But you called it. You called it. Mecha Godzilla was going to show up. 
Um, and oh boy, did he. Yeah, he did. And you were really thrilled about that. Yeah. I, you know, he's not in the movie very long, mm. but he's, it's really well done. I, I, I think everything about that movie is really well done. Some of the, some of the, uh, the character, uh, development with the kids was a little bit eh. um with Millie Bobby Brown in this movie that you know it was it was okay did it need to be there I don't know yeah but um the acting was not so great but i mean script script you're, you're not script. you're you're not in this movie for the people right yeah. but you were they they did really well prior to this one with your human characters you cared you cared this time I, around Please step on them. Please just step on them. There's a little bit more of that. It's a oh, little bit easier to Godzilla to step on Bambi. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm hoping for some deleted scenes where they actually get stepped on. I, I just, I did not like the human characters this time around. Yeah. This time. And uh, the guys that... I didn't hate them. No, I didn't hate them. They just weren't even like uh, the lead female. I hate to say, eh, weak. I... Don't know her name. Don't know the actress. I, don't, I can't think of her name. Right, forgettable. They're all forgettable. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the idea. The monsters win. Mm -hmm. uh, so what's next for this franchise? <sighs> what Boy. is next? I want Smog Monster. Hedora. I don't know where they go next. Hedora. They won't do Hedora. It's too gross. Oh, but it'll be so great. Rated R Godzilla movie hmm. with Hedora. Because Hedora's gross. Yeah. I mean, really, think about it. What you could do there, the blob, ten times, you know, like, and he spits that shit, those weapons that just like...
but you should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. So anyway, so I listened to Rob Zombie's new album, and I really, really, I think this it's phenomenal. If you're a fan, get the Rob, this is it, right there. The guitar in, in Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. Can you read that? Okay. Uh-huh. Even with my glasses, I can't. But um, The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. Yes. And <laughs> You it, said the guitar injection. I did, didn't I? The lunar. It kind of does look like guitar, guitar a little bit on the front cover. It's my mind. <laughs> but, yeah. but I did read the Kool-Aid acid test, which is where he's getting that, you know, that, that I, book, of course. I think this is uh, probably one of his best albums he's put out in a while. Okay. I'm going to, let's let's see. All right, blindly. We have not talked about this album yet. My The jam, and I, I feel him opening or closing or in the middle of a set, I say opening. Get Loose is the best song on that album. Hmm. I'm going to have to listen to it again. Yeah, you are. Get Loose. <laughs> Get Loose is bad. That's track 15. It's two minutes and 55 seconds of, pu- of just pure adrenaline. Just pure, like, uh, yeah, adrenaline. Uh- I love his bits and pieces in the middle. His little piecemeal where he throws in. Actually, Serenity of Witches is a beautiful little piece. It's like, I don't know, 30 seconds long. But, uh, yeah. The little interludes. I love that stuff. That's yeah. why you buy an album. That's exactly. why you buy it. And uh, this is this gets two thumbs up for me. And uh, let's see. What didn't I talk about yet? Um should I go to season five of The Expanse? Is it worth it for people to go all the way to season five? Or does it change so much that I won't like the show anymore? Ooh, hard question. I don't know. I, well, obviously, I don't think I can answer that because <laughs> oh. I haven't gone past season four, remember? Okay, no, I know people have and, read it, though. And um, so I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we're on the precipice of a change in okay. the show okay okay but i don't know where it's gonna go curious so um i put a pause on it like i said earlier because it's like i just don't want to burn through this because i enjoy it so much and i really like it and you know i want to you know 
I had some books that I wanted to read. Speaking of which, there's like a new Mar- there's a new Mark Lanigan book out. Yes, you yeah. told me. Yeah, kind of a sort of poetry sort of sequel to his memoir that he put out last year. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I want to get that. There's a new Whitley Strieber book. Oh uh, Christ! I went I down that, that. Oh, I've been down that rabbit hole so many times. Oh, I love that guy. Oh, he's nuts, dude. He's <laughs> he crazy. is nuts, but I, I love, love that, that guy. Christopher Walken plays him in the movie Communion. You must see that. I've never seen it. And I want to. It's on Prime right now. Is it really? Yes, it is. I'll have to check it out. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, Communion, I should say. Whitley Strieber. Okay, Wolfen. Yeah. Back in the day, that was on TV all the time. But he wrote fictional books, but he claimed to have had this extraterrestrial abduction experience. And it's portrayed in the movie Communion and the book that he wrote, Communion. But the best part about the movie is Christopher Walking. Walking. Christopher Walken playing Whitley Strieber. It's amazing. Is it? Because he's nuts. And Walken's nuts. He is nuts. Watch Communion just for Christopher Walken. Don't watch it for the aliens. Well, I think Whitley's... They're in it. I, I think that his... I don't know that he really knows that it's truly aliens. Or I think his ch- I think his theory has changed Uh-oh. so much over the years. Did he go to fairies in Ireland? No, no. Damn it. Um, They're interesting. I-, I know in some of the recent interviews that I've watched with him, he talks a lot about kobolds, which are. <laughs> do you know what kobolds are? I do, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And he talks about that, and um, uh, yeah. You're climbing a dangerous route right now. I so know. how is your uh, sleep paralysis these days? Uh, you know, I uh I'm think I I think I vaguely recall it happened maybe once in the last 3 months. And prior to that it hasn't happened in at least a year. Cuz I have again trying to get more empathetic to your situation. It, I, I've you know, stopped it, laughing it, at it. Well, it used to happen a lot and it was, you know, early on when I was, you know, younger late teens yes early 20s it was it was weird you know i didn't talk to anybody about it but um it just became like a normal thing i've watched documentaries yeah and whitley streber is a person you actually kind of want to uh read when it comes to that he's a lot of his experience it revolves around that yeah and you got to wonder where it with him it you don't know where it ends and where it begins. I know. <laughs> but you might draw some conclusions there. When it when it comes to weird creatures entering your bedroom, I, I you know, that's something else. Yeah. Uh but yeah, there's uh I did watch I watched a documentary it's on Prime again um on sleep paralysis. It, it's very serious and it uh I think they interview like eight people and eight different visions and versions of what happens. I started to watch that uh, when you told me about it. Ah. I got, I don't know if I got sidetracked or I fell asleep because I was watching it late at night, but I have to get back to it. Yeah. 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 I recommend. Um, Yeah. Just so you know, you're not alone in that. And, you know, they got to wake up the rest of us that are not empathetic to why that person sleeping next to you is not sleeping real well at night. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Um, but, all right, so in closing, how do we bring people up from this? How do we uh, make them smile? <laughs> Sean still has sleep paralysis? Oh, no. That's, I don't know. That's a dangerous question. Really not the way to go. 
<laughs> How do they want to smile? Uh, I know, right? Uh, live shows are coming back. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Godzilla wins. Are you, are you dying of COVID over there? What's no, going no, on? I'm trying not to laugh too much. <laughs> I'm coughing so much. No, it's, <laughs> it's not COVID. <laughs> Just uh, pollen. Too much pollen. <laughs> All pollen right, is definitely in the air. <laughs> all right, so we were going out with a song. But yeah, so that I I have, of all the garbage out there, I did come across a Bigfoot thing, and I think... It's on Hulu. It's called Sasquatch. Oddly enough, what did you find, like, in the very moment that I was thinking about this damn show I just watched? <laughs> I found an ad for it. Yeah? What is it? It's a Hulu documentary called Sasquatch. It says it's a true crime investigation from the... Douglas, I'm not sure what that says. Brothers Productions, Spy Rock, yeah, out, out in yeah, California, yeah. It's in the weed fields of the mountains of California. It's got a really cool promo poster. Mm-hmm. Yes, three guys were murdered by a possible Sasquatch. You think? I watched the series. It's three episodes on Hulu. Yeah, it's called Just Sasquatch. Correct. Yep. David, what's it? David Holtz, something. That doesn't say here. Well, the guy, the documentarian, it's like David Holtzbert or something. Don't know. Doesn't say. Well, yeah, it, it's <laughs> very, it it's very interesting and it's very timely. Um, but crypt, crypto folks, don't get your hopes up too much because it takes place in weed country, and mm-hmm. weed country, it's basically you're you're talking the new pirates of the high seas, but it's the mountains. It's, yeah. And, um, yeah. It, they, these people are kind of like moonshiners? Yes, but with AR-15s. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Sasquatch does come into play. Uh-huh. It's interesting. And uh, it's three episodes, and I, I don't want to give anything away. Watch it. But you'll draw your own conclusion. Probably by, I say, halfway through the second episode, you'll draw your own conclusions hmm. uh, as to what's going on. But it's very interesting and so, yeah, believable. That's the most real documentary I've seen in a long time. Really? Yes, because it's, um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, and I hate saying that because I can't spoil anything. We already spoiled Godzilla. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. As always, at Fairly Dark on Twitter. I will share your stuff. I probably don't talk too much on there. Instagram, kettle.whistle.radio. And um, Facebook, David Fairhead. And uh, if you have music, send it to kettlewhistleradio at gmail.com. Sean, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook. And man, if you're interested in comic books, um, Dr. Peeler issue two will be selling that at the Mothman Festival. Um, and uh, Dr. Peeler can be found at uh, www.burningbulbpublishing.com and burningbulbcomics.com. Well, publishing.com. You'll find it there. And help support the cause. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. Right, Sean? Captain Sexy, will you be back? I will be back. Thank God. (laughs) Good night.
Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Cast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.